Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast is sponsored by fine people like Warren Butson. This is Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast. It'll be me, the move. If you hear somebody knocking on your door, see somebody crawling out across the floor, baby, it'll be me. It'll Be Me is the fourth track on the Move's live EP, Something Else from the Move. It's the cover of the Jerry Lee Lewis song released on April 15, 1957. Originally, it was the B-side on Whole Lot of Shaking Going On. Jack Clement wrote the song, and in the book, How Does It Sound Now by Gary Gottlieb, it described how it went from planned A-side to a B-side. We were working on a song I'd written called It'll Be Me, and I was in the control room and getting tired of it. So I went out there and said, why don't we get off of this? We'll come back to it later, Jerry. Let's cut something else. Band member J.W. Brown suggested that Lewis play another song that had been going down well in live performances. Whole lot of shaking going on. When the single was released, It'll Be Me was used as the B-side. A slower version was released on Lewis's first album in May 1958. Cliff Richard and The Shadows released their version in August 1962, and it reached number two in the UK. I'll be all around in the dark. I'll be everywhere, wherever you can look. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. And going by the entire EP up to this point, I was all set to eviscerate this song. After all the garbage that we've sat through for the last three songs, How could this be any different? But I'm going to guess by the opening chatter or where they're fiddling with their instruments. They took a little intermission. I don't know if it was Roy or Bevan who might have screamed at the others and the other two who might have been on acid or whatever maybe took some other drugs to undo the effects of the acid. So the drugs on top of the drugs put right what went wrong and they came back out on the stage and they played coherently. They were all playing the same song Mm -hmm. and they did it well. I'm going to take a guess that the vocals were overdubbed in the studio because they sound really good. You can actually hear them. Unlike last week where, I mean, I'm going to say they were drowned up by the, the instruments. Yeah, but I don't know if that would have made a difference. Maybe drowning out the vocals with the instruments was a good thing last week because it just sounded like he was hollering. Well, it kind of sounded like the closing theme from WKRP. It's just hollering gibberish over loud noise. But this time, they come out, they play the right song together, they do it coherently, they do it very well. I still don't like the song, but at least this time, they're organized. They're all on the same page. And they had to bring back that damn wah-wah again. I don't know if this was an intermission or a completely different show. Because I'm... all of a sudden they're going, welcome back to the marquee. And, oh, 
okay weren't they already playing at, <laughs> um is this a different show and then all of a sudden they start playing i'm going this has to be a completely different show because they don't sound the same yeah because you're right they all of a sudden have agreed on what song they're playing <laughs> yeah they're sticking with the song i think yeah. the vocals are overdubbed because i think last week we heard why they overdubbed the vocals <laughs> yeah because last week i think they had a situation where they couldn't Mm. They probably couldn't erase the original vocal from all the racket. Yeah. And this week, I think, because there's some shooby-doos or whatever in the background, too, which I think were thrown in, because they don't seem to match the pace of the rest of the song. But music itself, yeah, they are right there. I don't know if the first three songs was just they were doing a terrible show that night and or some of them were drunk or high. And this is when you show up on stage the way you're supposed to. Yeah. Ready to play, well rehearsed and ready to go. They do a good job on the song. Now, the song itself... I will admit it's not my favorite Jerry Lee Lewis song. I listened to the original, and for the most of the original, I'm going, okay, so it's rockabilly, but I'm listening to Jerry Lee Lewis. What's this bass and drum and guitar the whole way through it? Where's the piano? <laughs> yeah. Where the hell's the piano? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you hear somebody knocking on your door, if you see something crawling up, Cross the floor, baby, it'll be me. And I'll be looking for you. Finally, the piano comes in a couple times and then right near the end. So I can definitely say it's not one of my favorite songs by him on the original. So because of that, I kind of like the Moves version a tiny bit better than the original. Just simply because you listen to Jerry Lee Lewis for the piano and vocals. Mm. Vocals are fine on his recording. Yeah. But I'm sitting there, okay, why are we doing Carl Perkins thing <laughs> instead of a Jerry Lee Lewis thing? <laughs> well, it reminded me of Don't Let Go. It had that same kind of rhythm. Hear that whistle, it's 10 o'clock. Don't let go, don't let go. Come on, baby, it's time to rock. Don't let go, don't let go. Which is understandable because it came out around the same time as that song that Jeff Lynne later remade. I like the Jerry Lee Lewis one better. I like Jerry Lee Lewis. You can Lewis. hear the lyrics, though. Well, yeah, there's that, too. Although, I, and this really shouldn't come as a surprise, uh, Jerry's kind of creepy in the song. It's kind of like every breath you take thing. Wherever you go, I'm going to be there. And I'm going to uh -huh. be watching you. If you see a head of people from a crowd at home, if you see somebody climbing up a telephone pole, baby, it'll be me. And I'll be looking for you. Look, look, I'm over here now, see? Oh, here I am in your bathroom. Didn't see you. Look, I'm outside your window now. Mm. I'm in your house. But that's the way you get a woman. Well, I thought you just married your 13-year-old cousin, and then you're set. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so back to your thing about this sounds like a different night. Yesterday... When I was forming all the horrible things I was going to say about this song while I was taking a shower, soaping up my naked, wet body, 
trying to get all the ladies know. to listen. You are a disgusting fat body. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. My thinking was, why didn't they just redo this album? Why didn't they just schedule the move for a different night? I understand that sometimes you're going to have a bad night. But if you record that and say, yeah, that should be our album. Everybody, I think, in the making of this album was in agreement. This is terrible. You're the move in 1968. I, I think pretty much every single that you released has been in the top 10 or gotten to number one. So it's not like you're a bad band that people are going to be like, I, you know, you had your shot. We, we don't need to schedule you again for ever. It's not like having the move back for another night wouldn't pack them in. So that's why I was like, I don't understand why, if you all think this is terrible, why don't you go back to the marquee? Because I understand the marquee is a big name club. And part of that name recognition is going to help sell your craptacular live album. Just go back there a different night, get your together before going out on stage and do the good show that you guys had in your mind instead <laughs> of what wound up happening that night and get the good show for the live album. This has got to be another night. I don't know if Roy and Bev screamed at the other guys in the band who were just like, what the hell are you guys doing? Oh, you don't know, want to know what doing, what we've been doing. Um, doing. Well, I think Carl's innocent in this. I mean, if he's up there singing and they're all making a racket behind him, mm -hmm. there's only so much he can do. Yeah, and Bev and Roy, they said, we didn't deal with the drugs, but the other two members of the band that I can't remember their names right now, they have said, oh, yeah, we really took part in the 60s. And sometimes it showed. As in, we don't remember this concert. <laughs> do you not remember it because of the drugs or you really want to forget it because that's <laughs> I'm, mine is the second one both <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah this does not sound like it's the same set this sounds like a band who showed up to play rather than a band who played and then showed up <laughs> yeah um. got something to say about it'll be me then call the telephone line voicemail six two three eight five oh of course we all love the Electric Light Orchestra, but with over 200 songs in their catalog, not everything can be gold. So what ELO songs can hardcore fans do without? Let's find out in Fault Line. Edward J. Milligan. Aside from 10538 Overture and Mr. Radio and First Movement, perhaps, I can do without the first album. I accept it as experimental, but it's just so out there. It's just not in keeping with Jeff's fantastic songwriting abilities, or even Roy's for that matter. Given what we have from before it and what Jeff accomplished in the idol race and what Roy and Jeff composed in the move. Time for bed. But Christmas is tomorrow. I'm too excited to sleep. Would you go to sleep if I told you a bedtime story? Okay. Twas the night before Christmas, and Mommy and the kids were worried about Daddy when they heard about the bus crash on the radio. But Daddy came home safe and sound, and it was the best Christmas ever. Yay! However, everybody on the packed bus died, and their family spent Christmas Day identifying bodies and planning funerals. What the 
Christmas Carol Catastrophes, a podcast about the oddest Christmas songs ever unleashed on an unsuspecting public, starts November 17th. No, really, what in the actual fuck? Dr. Troy with my thoughts on It'll Be Me. Well, it looks like I spoke too soon last week because I actually like this song. Now, yes, the production is still a little poor, but not as bad as the first three songs on this live EP. One of my biggest complaints of the first three songs, especially the last one, was that the instruments were mixed too loud. Well, on this song, the instruments are, I would say they actually probably could have brought them up a little bit in the mix, but at least they're not ear-shattering loud like they were in the earlier songs. And I can actually hear the vocal this time. I think it's Carl Wayne doing lead vocals on this. I can actually hear him. So that's something that I had trouble with on the first three songs. The backing vocals are extraordinary, as I've come to expect from the move, and I can hear them pretty clear. And even the guitar solo sounds a little clearer than on some of the other songs. Now, they're doing an old Cliff Richard song in this particular track, and I'm not too familiar with Cliff Richard's early stuff. I know he had a hit in the late 50s in the U.S., I don't think it was a big hit, Livin' Doll. My mom has the 45. But I'm more familiar with his mid to late 70s, early 80s output when he had a stretch of hit singles here in the United States. Well, I don't know. Will I like the fifth song? Well, you'll have to listen next week to find out. But I actually did like this one. Talk to you next week. Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read and reply to it on the show. Keep up to date by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. Subscribe to our YouTube page, the Electric Light Orchestra Podcast Channel, to hear other goodies. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash elopod or PayPal using the podcast's email address or send a check or money order to P.O. Box 1932, Superior, Arizona 85173. Next week, Sunshine Help Me.